Doctor, would you let him go, please? Let him go. Do what he says to Mars. Back away. Back away. Paul. Paul. Listen to me. There is no bee. No bee in this room. No, there isn't. You are having a nightmare. Only a nightmare. Can you hear me, Paul? The bee is not real. I, Paul, I promise you it isn't. Now, reach out and it will go away. You'll see. Now, please, Paul, reach out. Reach out, Paul. Please trust me. Reach out. Further. Go on. There. You see, Paul? No B. So what you heard there at the beginning of the podcast was um, documentary footage of Michael Caine. He was on the set of the 1979, 78 movie called The Swarm, where he was brought in to uh, work with the bees. So this movie was a disaster movie and, uh, you know, millions of killer bees were descending on America. So they brought in Michael Caine because other than being an excellent screen actor, he also knows how to work with bees. So they brought him in and that's why he's part of that movie because he's actually, yes, he has some speaking parts, but he's actually there to control the bee population that they had to bring into the into the movie, into the production. So that clip was actually a behind the scenes clip where one of the actors, a kid playing uh, a victim of one of the killer bees actually got bitten by a killer bee in real life. And Michael Caine uh, had to come in and, and basically talk him through a hallucination, a delusion that he could see a giant bee in his hospital room. And what you heard is Michael Caine's quite remarkable uh, bedside manner when dealing with this young young Hollywood actor. I mean, I don't know how many movies that kid had been in up until that point or what sort of career he's had since, but perhaps the bee episode really made him think twice about becoming an actor and he went into something else like horticulturalism or something. I don't know. But Kane, this is a real standout role for him in The Swarm because of his expertise with bees. And as you heard, he he calmly addressed the child and assured him, reassured him that in fact there wasn't a bee in the room. Um, anyway, that's why Michael Caine was cast in Journey to the Mysterious Island, the 2012 action adventure starring Dwayne, inverted commas, The Rock Johnson. Um, he was a, a famous uh, world wildlife um, wrestler and uh, he subsequently went on to become an actor in movies. And um, one of his, I wouldn't say earlier movies, but certainly before he went into the big time with his all this self-produced nonsense where he's cast as a hero and in his contract, you know, he can't be beaten by the bad guys or, or the villains, whatever. So this is kind of an early look at uh, a Dwayne Johnson performance and he's wooden. Let's face it, he's wooden, um, but he does share a few scenes with Michael Caine. Um, and the reason Caine is in there is because um, as part of the production of this movie, 
all of the actors are sent to a remote island um, that has this strange inversion problem. It sounds like a Christopher Nolan movie. It's not. Trust me, this is real. Um, everything that is big in, in our world is small and everything that is small is big. So spiders and ants and bees are enormous in this world and other like elephants and giraffes are small. So Michael Caine was recruited um, under the auspices of being a film star to come into the production and help Dwayne, uh, Vanessa Hudgens, uh, Josh Hutchinson and uh, Louis Guamas deal with acting with giant bees. Um, so the cane essentially takes the bee by the horn, so to speak, and he's on this thing. He gets onto the bee, and I think they just, the director's like, I love this, keep rolling the film or the, keep the finger on the button of the digital camera because Kane, he's now on a bee, and he he educates the bees on their purpose in this movie, gets them to meet and become comfortable with the actors. Now, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, he's a large gentleman. So, um, you know, if he was to ride a horse, the horse would probably be like, blimey, who's this guy on the back of my, on, on my back, not on the back of my back, on my back, on my is it the horse's back? I guess it is because that's the spine, isn't it? The top bit of the horse. Um, if they stood up, it'd be more of a back, but it's more of a top, isn't it? The top of the horse. Um, they think, God, this rock guy is quite heavy, isn't he? Um, it's all the muscle. Um, anyway, so I think the B, because when the rock, if you slow it down, the movie like I did, as the rock is getting on his giant B, if you go frame by frame, you just see the rock's B uh, wince. Now you really have to look closely at the bees' face because it, they don't—they're poker-faced. These bees—they don't give a lot away, but you can see a, a wince. And I think that bee wasn't quite prepared for someone the size of the rock to get on its back um, or the top bit of the bee. Um, but it steadied itself. The rock patted it. And I think the bee and the rock, they had a connection. It's a bit like that scene in Avatar where they plug into the flying dragon things. So there was a similar natural connection, you know, rock meets bee, bee meets rock. Um, and they all have a lovely time. They fly off. They manage to escape uh, giant birds. Um, and yeah, it's, it's really a terrible movie. Um, but it's fascinating because, again, you get to see Michael Caine's talent, frankly, as a bee wrangler, um, this time of a giant bee. And he takes it fully in his stride. I mean, the guy's well into his 70s, maybe even his 80s when this movie is made. And he he doesn't miss a beat. He's straight up on that bee. Um, he's flying around this island and ultimately helps uh, helps him escape the peril with in which the story is set um, and they all have a lovely time and he turns up at the end in a biker jacket and gives Josh Hutchinson who's sort of the young hero of the story a, another book um, which hints at a sequel but this was 2012 and we, it's 10 years ago I don't think we're going to have a journey three and let's keep it that way
Here's an unforgivable goof from Journey to the Mysterious Island. At around 53 minutes, when the gang is riding the giant bees, Sean identifies the birds chasing them as white-throated needletails, which is a species of swift. On the contrary, the birds featured appear to be white-fronted bee-eaters, which are in no way related to or resembling needle-tails. The Pipe